Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. You're listening to I Am The Community. I'm Vicki Pepper. America's Health Rankings 2021 Senior Report highlights the pre-COVID public health realities and identifies the areas where California is doing well, while also showing where the state is facing challenges related to the health of older adults. United Health Foundation's latest edition of its America's Health Rankings Senior Report aims to paint a clear picture of this overall health and well-being of our nation's seniors. Understanding the health of our nation's seniors is especially important as our country continues to respond to COVID-19. America's Health Rankings highlights 49 measures of population health, examining the impact that social, economic, and environmental factors have on overall health. On the line with me is Dr. Rhonda Randall, Executive Vice President and Chief Medical Officer of United Healthcare Employer and Individual. She's going to break down key findings of the report and help shed some light on California's strengths and challenges when it comes to our seniors' health. Thank you for joining me. Thank you for having me. Dr. Randall, what is the America's Health Rankings Senior Report? It's the longest-running report on on senior health in the country now in its ninth year, as you mentioned earlier, this report contains 49 different measures of population health. It looks at the social, economic, environmental factors, the clinical care we receive when we go to the doctor or the hospital, the behaviors we choose as individuals like physical activity and smoking, and looks at them from about two dozen different public health sources and puts them all together in a single report. So we can compare trends from year to year, as well as nearly over a decade, and compare trends from state to state, looking at a ranking for each of these 49 measures for all 50 states. And before we get into California specifically, what were a few of the key takeaways from this year's report on a national level? Well, this year we saw some positive trends and some trends that concern us. Most of the measures that are in this year's report were before the pandemic, so it's important that we provide each state with a comprehensive look at senior health prior to the pandemic, and then we can start to think about how some of those things may have had an effect from the pandemic. A couple good things. We saw flu vaccines increase 6% nationally among seniors between the years 2017 and 2019. We're still not quite at the goal of 70%. We're just about 64% of seniors getting their flu shot, but it's increased For the last couple of measurement periods, that's encouraging. We also saw the number of licensed geriatric professionals increase between the years 2018 and 2020. This is one of the few measures that actually is during the 2020 calendar year. And we saw those geriatric professionals increase 13%. This includes geriatricians like me and geriatric nurse practitioners. And what are a few of the strengths and challenges here in California as discovered by this report? Well, when we look at California specifically, there's a few takeaways. The past year for all states has really illuminated the growing health concerns that seniors were facing before and during the pandemic. And we really understand what we were facing as far as health challenges, including mental health challenges that we saw on a national level. We saw an increase in the drug deaths among seniors 
39%. We saw a 3% increase in suicide rates in seniors between the years 2014 and 2019. And we saw an 11% increase in the reported rate of frequent mental distress among seniors between 2016 and 2019. Those measures were before the pandemic, and those are at a national level. And we know that the risk of social isolation with the additional social distancing that was recommended during the pandemic most likely correlated with higher rates of frequent mental distress. We won't see that until subsequent reports, but it gives us concern. We also saw some of those improvements in clinical care that I mentioned earlier, but still disparities persist. They're by geography. We see differences in race and ethnicity. We see differences in levels of income and education and those who live in rural areas versus those who live in urban areas. In California in particular, California has historically ranked very well in terms of the overall health of its senior population, particularly when it comes to behaviors and those choices that we're making as individuals. Tell us more about that problem of social isolation among seniors. How is that defined, and what are some resources for seniors and their families to help address it? Social isolation, the measure that we use in this report, comes from the AARP Foundation's definition. That includes seniors who were never married, who are widowed or divorced, those who live alone, those who live in poverty, and those who are living with a disability, causing them to have a need for assistance. So... The social isolation that we're seeing in this report, we've been seeing concerning trends now for the nine years that we've been looking at the America's Health Ranking Senior Report. There's a very strong correlation between rates of social isolation and where a state ranks on this report. There's also very strong correlations between social isolation and frequent mental distress. I'm speaking with Dr. Rhonda Randall, Executive Vice President and Chief Medical Officer of United Healthcare Employer and Individual about America's Health Rankings 2021 Senior Report. Beyond isolation, what other behavioral health challenges did you find in those 65 and older? Well, before the pandemic, we found that seniors were facing some worsening behavioral health outcomes. Most concerning are drug deaths and suicide, and then a leading indicator, rates of frequent mental distress. That last one is self-reported. It it comes from a survey. Between the years 2017 and 2019, the number of drug deaths due to injury resulting in drug overdoses increased nationally. We also saw an increase in suicide rate among seniors over the age of 65. That increased 3%. We're now at 17.1 deaths for every 100,000 seniors in the country. That's an estimated 26,843 deaths by suicide. That's an additional 3,000 deaths compared to the prior measurement period. And again, that number is before the pandemic, so quite concerning. And then the leading indicator measure that we mentioned earlier, frequent mental distress. This is done by a survey from the CDC. Every couple of years, they ask seniors how often they feel like their mental health was not good. And frequent mental distress is defined as those who feel that their mental health was not good 14 or more of the past, 14 or more days out of the past month. That increased 11% in this year's report compared to the prior measurement period, which was 2016. You've said that a lot of this data is pre-COVID. Why is that pre-COVID data helpful now, given how much has likely changed? It really gives us context, and it allows policymakers, state public health officials, 
clinical leaders, communities, and individuals have a good sense of where we were before the pandemic and have a good understanding of how to respond to the pandemic and what we're going to need to be prepared for after the pandemic resolves. So I think that we expect to see most of the 49 measures in this report be affected in some way, many that I think are probably more obvious in a negative way, but we also may see some senior, some measures in this report go in the right direction. I hope we continue to see more people willing to get their flu shots. I expect that we're going to see increases in high-speed Internet access. We've seen how important that was during the pandemic, but it will continue to be important things like telehealth and remote monitoring and social connectedness, all dependent on that measure for high-speed internet access, for example. How do you anticipate the data to have changed post-COVID? Like, what measures are likely to worsen, and are there any measures that might improve? Yeah, the one for telehealth, I think, is the one that we're going to see improve. You know, really, we saw at United Healthcare not necessarily data that's in the America's Health rankings, but at United Healthcare, we saw an impressive increase in the number of seniors using telehealth services. We went from 1.2 million telehealth visits in 2019 to nearly 34 million telehealth visits in 2019. And that's just for United Healthcare members who are seniors. So significant improvements there. We saw another success with our house calls program, a foundational program that we've had for our Medicare Advantage beneficiaries now for many years where a advanced practice clinician comes to your home and does an annual assessment. We saw seniors more comfortable having that service in their own home this year than prior years. And those who need assistance, including food, medication, housing, transportation, and others, uh, we saw those increases during the pandemic as well. So there's a lot of work to do to catch up on preventative care, when you look at what are the areas that concern us and where do we think that things may be worsening around the pandemic, our data now suggests that cancer screening levels, for example, were worse in 2020. They started to rebound, but we missed a lot of cancer screenings, particularly things like colon cancer screening and breast cancer screening. So it's a good time to remember to have that conversation with your physician. How else has care for seniors changed given the pandemic? So we saw increasingly with the risk of social isolation that predated the report um, that individuals who have social isolation have more frequent mental distress, earlier rates of death. It's also linked with things like food insecurity and preventable hospitalizations. We also found that states that had higher rates of high-speed Internet access had a tendency to have lower rates of social isolation so that the technology was helping keep people connected. Prior to the pandemic, seniors across the country had some improvements in clinical care measures and preventative services, increased flu vaccination rates, the number of geriatric professionals. But those were not experienced equally across the country. We saw populations in rural states did not have as high of a number of geriatric professionals as those so states that have more urban centers and more urban populations. We also saw with that flu shot that I mentioned earlier that individuals who were lower income, individuals who had lower levels of higher education, for example, were less likely to get their flu shot. So 
not all of these gains were experienced equally across our states or across the nation. And in this report, was every state assessed? And was there anything surprising or unexpected that you found? Every state was assessed. And we did um, provide a ranking for each state for each of the 49 measures in the report. We did not provide a composite ranking this year like we have in prior years because we recognize that all states were facing an unprecedented pandemic. They were all facing that pandemic at different points in time. And so we wanted to provide the data at the major level. The challenges around socio and economic factors that contribute to overall health, including poverty and food insecurity, will likely have challenges for years to come that we expect to see in the report. Why does the United Health Foundation release this report year after year? Well, at the America's Health Rankings and the United Health Foundation, our goal and our purpose is to inform and drive action. We want to build healthier communities by offering a credible, trusted set of comprehensive data to improve health and health care. Our goal is to present that holistic view of health. You know, there's things in this report like violent crime, high-speed internet access, clean drinking water, dental health, and much, much more. So we look at health comprehensively in this report, and it provides a benchmark for states. So you can see how far you are from the number one state for each measure, and that can help drive individual behaviors. It can drive action at a community level. It can drive further studies for researchers. And it can drive public policy for policymakers. I've been speaking with Dr. Rhonda Randall, Executive Vice President and Chief Medical Officer of United Healthcare Employer and Individual. Where can we go to get more information? And is there anything else you want us to know? All of this information is available on our website. It's americashealthrankings.org. Here you can see information for the nation as a whole, for California and the other 49 states. You can look at the core measures that are pulling California higher on the ranking, things like very low rates of smoking and obesity among seniors, and areas where California is most challenged, particularly things around economic hardship, air pollution, housing, and childhood immunizations. All of this available at americashealthrankings.org. Thank you so much for talking with us today. Thank you. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale with Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases and shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval, no minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details.